Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. What a week. What a week ahead. This has been a crazy fucking year. This is like some full circle shit over here. It's been like so many big shifts, but yeah, this feels like some closure. I appreciate your trust in me and your vulnerability. It means a lot to me. So thank you. It's nice to have your support and someone that I trust yes. with all my all my stuff. Absolutely. I feel like these are all my secrets. <laughs> yes. I feel honored. Truly. Thank you. <laughs> so hello. Hey, Ingrid. <laughs> what's happening? What is happening? So what's happening is the week of June 7th to the 13th, and I have a couple of key words, themes. So the two key words of the week of June 7th, and there's a degree that we're going to be highlighting this week. Very important degree. Wait, hold on. Let me get my... Yeah, get your chart because it's very important for you because I know it's hitting some key points for you. And this might have been a degree that we talked about in a previous week, because it's just one of those degrees that just keeps popping up. Um, But before we get to the degree, I want to talk about two words, themes of the week. The first word is logic. We're talking about Mercury? Well, we're going to talk about Mercury, but the reason why I bring up logic is because this week is the new moon in Gemini. Gemini is the sign that's ruled by Mercury. And the new moon actually happens in conjunction with Mercury. But we'll get more on that when we get to Thursday. So logic. When I think of Gemini, I think of logic, because it's ruled by Mercury, like you said. Which is the sign that rules the conscious mind. That's the sign that rules the conscious mind, how you think how you receive information, process that information, and communicate that information to others. That's Mercury. That's Gemini. Gemini is about connecting people together. So I just looked up logic. It says reasoning conducted or assessed according to strict principles of validity. Are my thoughts valid? I guess so. Are my thoughts valid? Or like, what are the facts? Okay. You know, what are the facts in your life? That's how you deduce what is logical because I've seen this and I've seen that and this was real. And so that's what makes sense. The second word is sovereignty because the other big planetary alignment of the week is when Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict moves into Leo. Sovereignty is supreme power or authority. Leo is symbolized by the lion. The lion is the king of the jungle. So the planets are directing us to act with sovereignty from a place of logical thought. And I think this is very important to bring these up right now because we're on the verge of everything opening up, or so they say. (laughs) Because there are planets, and this is where we get to the degree. The degree of the week is 13. Because 13 is where Saturn is, 
That's what we've talked about in weeks prior. Saturn is now retrograde in Aquarius, but it has not moved off of 13 degrees. It's still stuck there. So I have two at 13 degrees. Your ascendant. Yeah, I have my Gemini is my ascendant, and then Sagittarius. The descendant. What's the descendant? I, I don't know if we've ever talked about what the descendant means. Descendant represents what you're looking for in relationships. The ascendant is who you are, your personality. The descendant, which is opposite the ascendant, is what you're looking for in relationship. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. The ascendant is the sign that was rising along the horizon when you were born. The descendant is the sign that was like setting. setting. Okay. Yeah. So if my descendant is in Sagittarius, you always say Sagittarius is like Robin Hood, like the archer, right? People who know right from wrong and they don't need their own rules. They kind of like are on their own trajectory. They're also like the blunt speaker. Yeah. Freedom loving people. Okay. So it also means like that's what you're looking for in relationship. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to want to date a Sagittarius, but you're, you're looking for freedom in relationship. You're looking for honesty in relationship. And we're talking Uh, about all relationships. Yes. Okay. Yes. You want to be in relationships, whether it be lovers, business partners, friends that are honest forthright, freedom-loving individuals, because that's what you want in relationship. You want to be free. Love it. Yeah? Yeah, I want to be free. Okay, cool. So that makes sense. So the reason why I say everything's opening up, supposedly, is because, and let's get into the week right here, and we'll get into it, and I'll, I'll get deeper into this. Saturn at 13 degrees in Aquarius. So Saturn is the planet of restriction the planet of limitation, responsibility, authority, is going to begin its month-long square with Uranus, the planet of rebellion. Revolution. Revolution. Uh, So the planet of restriction is squaring off with the planet of revolution. That sounds very uncomfortable. (laughs) Yes. So we're going to be feeling restricted in our revolution? Yes. We're wanting a change, but we don't get to have that. We're still being restricted. The revolution is happening in Taurus, which is the sign of material security, what it is you value. So that's being shaken up in some way, shape, or form, as it has been since March of 2019, when Uranus moved into Taurus. The restriction is in Aquarius, which is the community. So Saturn in Aquarius, restriction in the community by the authority, <laughs> squaring off with the urge for independence in the material, in material security, in finance. There's not a lot of financial security happening these days. Yes, exactly. And that's also why you, we've talked about this before. This is also why you see so many people moving mm. like across the country. The last time... Uranus was in Taurus was 1935 to 1942. That was the Great Depression and World War II. The time before that was 1851 to 1858. That was the gold rush. And those were both times in human history when people moved en masse across continents. And it's happening again. So I'm just thinking about like the restrictions, because there are going to be restrictions. And I think about the logic behind the restrictions. Are the restrictions logical? 
no. <laughs> you can do what you want, but you have to do it like this. Yes, exactly. We all have to play by the rules. And then who's making the rules and what are these rules based upon? I mean, the government is making the rules based on control. Yes. Safety and science. Yeah. It's like science to me feels like the new religion. I mean, I know I'm not the first person to say this. People have talked about it for years now. If you're thinking of logic, if I told you that there was a demon that was on the loose and it was possessing people, but of the people the demon possessed, 99% of the people the demon possessed were able to eradicate the demon, would you be afraid? So if the church said that in order to eradicate the demon, you have to drink this holy water, even though 99% of the people that met the demon defeated the demon, the church is still requiring that everybody drink the holy water. Just in case. Just in case. Would you drink the holy water? No, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't need no holy water. I mean, if you're not a religious person, do you want to drink the holy water? No. So now the church is saying that... I feel like people just can't see what's happening, and I don't understand why, because it's so blatant. It's like, if we just go back in history and we say, what sort of like science has told us before in terms of health and nutrition, we have Coca-Cola, all of this sugar stuff, which is still promoted to this day, advertised towards children, like cigarettes, alcohol, all of these things have been promoted, tobacco, like these industries have so much money, they do what they want. And it's the same thing now with medicines. We get commercials on TV that are advertising medicine. Why would we need an advertisement to take medicine if we trusted the doctors to give us their honest opinion and how to heal us? A pill? A pill is going to fix us? How about we deal with our stress and our eating habits and all the shitty things we're doing to our body, and then we wouldn't be sick in the first place? But instead, we're trusting in somebody that we don't know, some stranger that doesn't know anything about nutrition. Doctors go to school for like one day out of their whole career is based on nutrition. The rest is about putting a Band-Aid on an issue that they know nothing about. Are you trying to be logical now? Yeah. (laughs) Does it make logical sense to follow McDonald's for health advice? No. Krispy Kreme? No. Krispy Kreme's handing out donuts for vaccines. That's the craziest (laughs) shit I ever heard in my life. Don't say the V word. (laughs) Oh yeah, we're not allowed to say it. It doesn't make a lot of logical sense to listen to McDonald's for medical advice, for health advice. We can get on an airplane and we can eat and drink on the airplane and take our masks off. And somehow that's not a big deal. But if we just want to breathe without the mask, then that's an issue. It's dangerous. Yeah. It's so dangerous, but everyone's fine and everyone's flying now. I know. I've just been thinking about everything that's going on. Like, I know last week that I said that, you know, it was a pretty smooth week. And I said that, you know, coming into later into June, like the the second and third week of June, I feel like you're going to be intense. And the reason, you know, the way that I see the intensity happening is this alignment between Uranus and Saturn that I'm going to be mentioning over and over and over again for the next two weeks with the planets in Gemini. It's like we're being called to be logical. Well, Gemini is about like, the twins so talking back and forth and like communicating different ideas and right now everyone's so divided about the concept of these restrictions versus our freedoms and i think that creates like a divide in society about who is right what is the real science who is the most logical you're not even allowed to have a discourse about this like doctors who 
have a different perspective than the company line that is dictated by the Church of Pharmacology are being censored and silenced. So logic says that, do you want to get sick? No. Do you want to get other people sick? No. Okay, then if that's the case, then why can't we trust each individual to take responsibility for themselves and their health? Well, all I know is on Monday, June 7th, the moon is going to be conjunct with Uranus. So the planet of emotions in conjunction with the planet of revolution in the sign of material security. And both of these are going to be squaring off against the authority in the sign of community. So things are going to start getting tense this week. You know, Mercury is already retrograde. So the tension is going to grow. So, I mean, the question is, are you taking responsibility for yourself? How can you take responsibility for yourself in relation to establishing what it is you value in the material world? How can you take responsibility for yourself in relation to what it is you want to value in the material world? That's Monday. Does that mean taking inventory on your spending habits and what you're investing your time and energy in to make money? What are you investing your time and energy in to make money? How is that contributing to the community and your greater independence and your personal authority? The more that you are subjugating yourself to an authority above yourself, in spite of what it is you value for yourself, you're going to continue to feel that restriction. Yeah, you end up being a victim to the authority. We need to like take our power back and be responsible for ourselves and do what we can to change the situation. If we want things to be different, then we have to make an effort. Otherwise, we're just going to be stuck under like the thumb of somebody else telling us what to do and having authority over our material success. Yes. I just want things to make sense. It's too often things don't seem to make sense anymore. Nothing's adding up. No. Liberal is not liberal anymore. Liberal is restrictive. That doesn't make sense to me. It's not logical. No, it's not logical. Tuesday, June 8th. The moon continues through Taurus, the planet of emotions in the sign of material security, aligns with Mars, the planet of action, in Cancer, the sign of emotion, which is ruled by the moon. So where can you take action in your home, in your roots, in relation to your upbringing, your childhood, To bring yourself the material, financial, and emotional security that you need to feel safe and secure in your home. Mars has been transiting through Cancer since April 23rd. The God of War is churning up something in the home, in our emotions, and our roots? Yes. Oh my gosh, that's so what's happening for me. Yes, that's what's been happening. And so it's like Final Connection is going to be with the moon in Taurus. The moon rules cancer. Taurus is material security. So everything that you've been working on to churn up your roots, your upbringing, your childhood, all those childhood issues that have now re-materialized into your current home, this transit is ending and it's ending in relation to the moon. So that everything that you've churned up can now be reestablished in the material. It's like you've broken up the foundation and now you're setting a new foundation based on what it is 
you truly value in the material realm. Well, I mean, I think this relates in my life to all of my childhood issues have become very apparent in my habits and in my patterns that I have like created in my current life. And now I'm in this living situation that has been it has been serving me well for a long time, but I'm ready to change my living environment, which would be a revolution to the home, action, a change, and you know, thinking about moving into another space. And a lot of that has to do with healing these wounds from my childhood and these patterns that I have like allowed myself to keep repeating. And now I'm really taking action on healing those and it's making a shift in my living environment happen just organically in like a healthy and like grounded way. Good. Powerful. Yeah. It feels very powerful. Yes. It doesn't feel like frantic or abrupt. It feels very organic and purposeful. And as I heal these things, I need like space to process and to gather my energy back to myself and create like a new home life, a new emotional programming for myself. So proud of you, Ingrid. Thank you. (laughs) Fuck. I'm proud of myself. Yes. Exactly. You've been empowering yourself. It's like all last year was like clearing out the baggage. And now this year is about rebuilding what you cleared out and rebuilding in a way that empowers yourself in in a way that you've never empowered yourself in the past. Yeah, absolutely. Very exciting. Yeah. Wednesday, June 9th. So again, 13 degrees. We're talking about Saturn. So... For those that are wondering, 13 degrees, what's that mean? So look in your astrological code. If there's anything in your astrological code that's near to 13 degrees, and that is a point that is going to be feeling some level of restriction. Mm. So like for you, it's your ascendant and your descendant. Your personality and your relationships are feeling a form of restriction, but it's like a good kind of restriction for you because Saturn is an Aquarius, which is air, and your ascendant is in air, and your descendant is in fire, which works with the air of Aquarius. So it's like you're being supported to be responsible. Yeah, restriction we think of as a negative quality, but like you said, responsibility is like another quality. Mm -hmm. It's like you're being directed to take responsibility for yourself. Wow, that's such a good way to look at it. Responsibility for my personality and what I put out into the world, my ascendant, and then responsibility in terms of my relationships. Yes. Look at your chart again. Where would Saturn be in your astrological code at 13 degrees in Aquarius? So where's Aquarius in your... Yeah, right there. That's at 24. So it'd be in your ninth house. Okay. So Saturn is moving through your ninth house. So you're taking... It's like you're going through a restructuring of your philosophy on life. Oh, damn. (laughs) So look at where Saturn would be in your astrological code at 13 degrees. Whatever house it's in is telling you where you are experiencing a restructuring new responsibility. Ingrid is going through a restructuring of her life's philosophy and learning to be more responsible in how she views the world. So Saturn at 13 degrees in Aquarius is going to be aligning with the moon at 13 degrees in Gemini. So logic, communication, emotional communication, emotional logic in relation to authority. And both of these planets, the moon, the emotions, Saturn, 
the authority, and Chiron, the wounded healer, the wound in the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound, Chiron is in Aries. So we're all going through a period of facing the wound to our self-confidence. We need to heal the wound to our self-confidence. If you're feeling insecure in some way, why? Where does that stem from? If you're feeling insecure in relationship to how you relate to authority, why? Where does that come from? The moon in Gemini is about asking questions, being willing to be curious. What excites you emotionally to be curious in some way? What are the questions that you would like to ask the authority? Do you have the confidence to ask those questions from a place of authority? Or would you rather be a child or someone who is subjugated? We are all each our own unique authority. Not being scared to share our truth and ask questions. It's okay to ask questions. We don't need to be fearful of what the answer is or of being wrong or just not knowing everything. We're allowed to ask. Nobody knows everything. So how can we learn more if we all think that we know everything? Or because they said this was so, then that's the way it has to be. Like, your perspective matters too. So Everyone's giving away their power by not asking any questions if they believe something is wrong and they don't speak up for it. Just by even asking the question of, well, why? I'm seeing something from another perspective. Like, science changes over time. Science has never been right for 100 years. Every 100 years, the whole thing gets turned upside down because people ask questions. We're all allowed to ask questions of what is happening in the world, especially when it's affecting our personal authority and we're feeling so restricted. Mm -hmm. That's it. There's a hypothesis. A study is conducted to prove or disprove the hypothesis. Who did the study? Who paid for the people that did the study? What was the study? How did they conduct the study? Uh, These are questions that I have that those don't ever seem to be answered. Well, if I'm the one who's vested in one certain answer and I'm the one who pays for the study and I pick all of the subjects and I put out the information that I see fit to share with the world, then the study is flawed. That makes too much logical sense. That means that it's a lie. It's not even a study. And then it's put behind the guise of science, which is the new religion, where it's like back in the day when before people could read, you just had a priest up there that was telling everybody what they the earth, the earth is flat <laughs> <laughs> what they said was in the bible even if it wasn't in the bible oh wow right people couldn't read and so the the priest was saying no this is what the bible says this is what god says that's what quote unquote science is now it's like well science says okay well then if science says then then it must be so no question about The science behind the science. But if science is for profit, then how would it not be corrupt? If it's all about money and these are the people with all the money, then they can pay for whatever studies that they want to get whatever result they're looking for. So they make the most. Why would they put information out there that would defer people from using their product? That makes logical sense. Thank you, Ingrid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know, I like to use my brain here and there. Thursday, June 10th, the new moon in Gemini. So setting our intentions in terms of communicating and being curious? Yes. What are the questions you would like to ask? What are the questions you want answers for? The power of which will be increased 
because it is occurring with Mercury retrograde, it begins the new cycle, the new lunar cycle. It's happening in Gemini. So it's a time to set your intentions for your curiosity, what you want to learn, the questions you want to ask, the answers you want to receive. The alignment with Mercury in Gemini. So all three of these planets are going to be together at the same degree in the same sign, Gemini. So think. Set your intentions to think. Is there like a focus of what we should be thinking about? Are we thinking about our emotions? Are we thinking about our career? Does this make logical sense? What is the logic behind what I am experiencing? So maybe this is a blessing because I think myself included, we can all be very emotional people, emotionally driven. Our actions are driven by how we feel. But once we have some clarity, once we let our emotions pass in the heat of the moment, once we can collect ourselves and we can think logically, that's when we can make the best decisions for ourselves. So stripping away those emotions and asking the questions that actually make sense. Is this really what's happening? Is this what's happened to me? How should I react? Like what is, what is real and what is not real? What is an emotional filter based on fear, based on habit, based on patterns? Sometimes we just forget to ask the question because things have just always been this way. So we're just going to continue to keep doing things in the same way. So this is an opportunity to question the narrative of what we have been experiencing. Hmm. Yes. Question the narrative of what you've been experiencing. Am I doing this just because I've always done it or because someone has told me this is the way things are? Or is this what I actually believe? What do I think is real and not just an emotional filter that I'm looking through? That can be in our careers, our relationships, our relationship to the authority. Everything. Question everything. Question everything. Gemini is... It's all about learning a little about a lot. It's not just learning about one thing. It's about looking at everything. It's about getting the full scope on the surface. So keep it light and question everything. Friday, June 11th, Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict, begins its transit through Leo, the fixed fire sign ruled by the sun, the center of the solar system, and symbolized by the lion, the king of the jungle. This sounds troublesome. Troublesome? Yeah, is this going to be a a difficult alignment? It's the beginning of Mars moving into Leo. When a planet moves into a sign, I don't view it as a troublesome alignment because Mars isn't aligning with anything right now. Oh, okay. It's just moving in. I thought you were going to say, this was my prediction, that it was moving into Leo and it was going to be uncomfortable. So yesterday you questioned everything and then today like there was going to be a conflict. Well, okay. You're on track here. What you're saying is making sense. So think about this. The God of war in the sign of sovereignty, being the king, being the queen, being the ultimate authority, in order to claim your sovereignty, you must have the courage to ask questions. You must have the courage to think. Think for yourself. Not think because, you know, does the king say, "Mm, what does the court gesture think? That's what I'm going to decide whatever they tell me to do. No. What does the TV say? What does the TV say? What does science say? What does science say? I don't need anybody to tell me what to do. I know right from wrong. You know how to live your life. How to take care of myself. How to take care of yourself. That is what sovereignty is, is I have ultimate authority 
over me, and no one else can rightfully tell me what to do, how to think, where to be, where to go. Anyone that does is infringing upon my sovereignty. So when the god of war is in the sign of sovereignty, that could create some conflict over maintaining and establishing your sovereignty. Mars in Leo is people that are born with Mars in Leo. So everyone who's born from now until July 29th is going to be born with Mars in Leo. This is a whole new generation of people. Does this happen, wait, every year or just this month? It happens every two years. Oh, okay. It takes two years for Mars to transit through the Zodiac. So every two years we get the same window go where Mars is in Leo. Yes. So people that are born with Mars in Leo, like the people that will be born between right now and July 29th, they're going to be supremely confident in the way that they take action. When they take action, when they act, they will do so as a sovereign being. This is my idea. This is where I want to go. And nobody's going to stand in my way. And anyone that does is going to be dealt with the energy of the lion. Are you looking to see where your Mars is or where Leo is? Or Okay, my Mars is in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So that means when you move forward, Ingrid, you do so like the goat. You have a clear goal and you're focused on that goal. But in order to get to that goal, you know that you need to take a series of steps. So you don't just blindly rush forward. You say, okay, here's my goal. Here's my plan. Plan of action. In order to get to my goal, I've got to do these 10 things or reach these 10 plateaus before I get to that final plateau. I can see that in myself. Yes. Whereas people that are born with Mars and Leo, when they have a goal, it's just like... They just go full force ahead. Well... (laughs) They just take what they want. Maybe more like that. Like, I want this. I shall have it. So I shall have it because it's mine. Because I'm the king or the queen. And I don't need to take steps. Bring me what I want. You know, it's more like that. You, I want that over there. You bring it to me. And they do it with confidence. And people are like, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever you need, your highness. So this is where we're at from now until July 29th. Mars and Leo. Are you acting from a place of sovereignty or are you subjugating yourself? Uh, Yeah, I'm so over subjugating myself. I'm ready to claim my personal sovereignty over over my life. Just having control over all things mine. Yes, good. Collecting my energy back to myself. As you should. I'm ready to follow you, Ingrid. (laughs) Saturday, June 11th. There's a lot going on today. Okay, so we've got three planets that we've talked about earlier in the week. We've got Saturn at what degree? 13. Yes. In what sign? Restriction in the community. Yes. What sign is that? Aquarius. Aquarius. Connecting with Uranus. The planet of revolution. At what degree? 13. In what sign? Revolution in our minds. Mercury. No. In our... Material. Material security. Yes. Taurus. Taurus, exactly. And then we've got Chiron. Our wound. 
of their self-confidence. So Aries. Aries, yes. And that's at 12 degrees. So it's close to the other two. And then we've got Venus, the planet of... Love and relationships. Yes. Lady Luck. Lady Luck, exactly. In Cancer. The sign of the home, emotions, our roots. Yes. So Venus is going to move from 12 to 13 degrees on Saturday, June 12th. And as it does, it's going to align with Saturn, with Chiron, and with Uranus. So a lot of relationship energy taking place here. Looking at your relationships and how they reflect your upbringing, your childhood, your roots, your family relationships. Venus, the toughest alignment that it's making today is with Chiron. That's a square because Cancer is cardinal water, Aries is cardinal fire, both cardinal, strong alignment, fire boils water, water extinguishes fire. So perhaps your self-confidence in your close personal relationships, maybe some that stem to your childhood, or perhaps the wound to your self-confidence that you're facing in your present relationships is a clear reflection of the relationships that you forged in your upbringing. Venus in alignment with Uranus is encouraging independence in relationships, originality in relationships, uniqueness in these relationships. So I think, like, can you be yourself in your close personal relationships or are you putting up a facade that you created when you were young in order to have friends because you didn't think you were good enough to be yourself and have friends. You put on a face so you thought people would like you more. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Venus in alignment with Saturn, creating that restriction. It's an uncomfortable alignment. Is this a time to take that mask off if you have been hiding? Absolutely. Which can be very triggering to the wound to your self-confidence. You have to really try your best to be courageous when you are pulling this veil off so people can see you for who you really are. And if they don't like you, then that's fine. And you need to be okay with that version of yourself. If the people are liking you for a version of yourself that's not real, then they don't really like you. Oh my God. Totally. 100%. And when you think about what we talked about yesterday with Mars moving into Leo, does the king give a fuck? If you like him or not? Yeah. No. Exactly. It's like, you're honored to be in my presence, you know, not from an arrogant point of view, but you know what? The people that are around me are going to respect me. And so if you're putting on that facade so that other people will like you, then you're not really acting with sovereignty, are you? No. So what can you do to show yourself to heal the wound to your self-confidence as it relates to your childhood so that you can claim responsibility for who you are, so that you can be the original of who you are meant to be? To connect to the community in a way that progresses society forward so that we can all be uniquely and independently ourselves. What good are you if you're like everyone else? I mean, I think that goes hand in hand with like asking questions and being curious and being confident in that you're allowed to ask questions. You're your own person. You have your own thoughts, your own mind. And... If you can ask the questions, then you're being true to yourself. It seems like there's so much peer pressure right now. To be like everyone else? Yes. Yeah, everyone wants you to think the same, act the same, look the same. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
And if you don't, there's something wrong with you. Why don't you want to think like everybody else? Can't you just fit in? Yeah. I feel like that's me right now for sure. <laughs> yes. No, I don't want to fit in. I don't want to be like everybody else. I trust myself and my opinions and my thoughts and my logic. Absolutely. Good. Good. That's what you're supposed to be doing. It's like America, the world, you know, has like an obsession with sports. And I think of like basketball or let's say football, you know, Tom Brady, great quarterback. How good would Tom Brady's team be if there were 11 people? Who were all quarterbacks? They were all quarterbacks. They were all Tom Brady's. It wouldn't be a very good team. 11 Tom Brady's, they were all playing at the same time. <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. It's not going to win. The team's not going to win. You need some six foot five, 300 pound plus linemen to protect Tom Brady from getting hit by the other big players on the other side of the line. Stop trying to be like everyone else. Be yourself. Be uniquely you. Sunday, June 13th. We've reached the end of the week, Ingrid. It's been a grind. (laughs) (laughs) The sun in Gemini, the giver of light, life, and vitality, in the sign of logic, in communication, and conscious mind, aligns with Neptune, which we haven't spoken about this week. What planet is Neptune, Ingrid? It's the cloudy planet. The cloudy planet. It likes to make you slow down. Yes. Things can be kind of foggy during that time. Foggy, so. yes. And it's in the sign of Pisces, which is the sign that it rules. The sign of intuition and compassion, illusion, deception. Mm. Pisces is mutable water. Gemini is mutable air. Both mutable, strong alignment. Air and water don't mix, which creates... Uncomfy. Very uncomfy. <laughs> so there is going to be confusion with the conscious mind. So it is a time to slow down, to really look deep within yourself and ask those questions. Does this make sense? Does this make logical sense? Pisces is also the subconscious. So maybe unpacking if this is logical or is this thought that I'm having based on some subconscious stuff from my childhood, some psychological baggage that's hiding back there. Like what is real? What is real? And knowing this is a day for knowing that our psychological baggage puts a filter on the way that we view the world and the way that we communicate. And yeah. Uh, Do you feel confused? Have you been hypnotized? You know, Pisces is the sign that rules TV or anything that goes on in the screen. It's Mm. all fantasy. An illusion. An illusion. So there might be some clouds to this illusion you were talking on the Nipsey Hustle podcast for your Uncharted Territories, your yeah. other podcast with mm-hmm. Shara. And she was talking all about how Hollywood is an illusion more than just what we see on the screen. But all of it is is based on this like this veil that yes. we put up. Yes. So this is kind of like an interesting reflection of that. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. It's not just what you see on the, on surface. the screen on the surface. It's what's going on behind the curtain is also an illusion, is also deception and fantasy. I mean, I worked in Hollywood for a short time and people thought, oh my God, that's so fun, so amazing. Like you got to hang out with this celebrity and that celebrity. And it's like, yeah, it's not as great as you think. Yeah. The more I hear about it, the more it it is. It is a big illusion and it does look so shiny and beautiful on the outside, but beneath the surface there's some shit under there Mm -hmm. and it's not as pretty or shiny as you would think Mm -mm. 
the facade exists behind the screen. So really pay attention to what's going on in your mind. If you feel confused, are you doing the work to look within yourself? Doing the research to get to the logic. Doing the research to get to the logic, cutting through the clouds. Asking the questions. Asking the questions. Does this make logical sense? See you next week. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to The Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. Transit, 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 transit.